Hell yeah, it is. It's like a golden being recorded. Coming in hot, hot, hot. We are being recorded. Yo, what's Fatchy? Fatchy. Fatchy, Steven. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Nothing. Just hanging. So, let's let's get one thing out of the way first before we tell the people who we have. Okay, what is this? We have a contest winner. Oh! Our contest winner, as you'll see on our Instagram, because this is going to come out in three weeks. Uh, <laughs> so you'll is, already know this. Is uh, our good buddy, uh, Chase Gray. Yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! We actually were on his podcast this week. So check it out. Yeah. It's fucking tremendous. The Chase Gray podcast. Yeah, he's the man. Yep. So that was a good time. We had fun on that. Um, but yeah, so he won the the work of art. Um, so congrats to Chase. Um. <clears throat> anyhow. Anywho. Now. To the, the main event. The big banger. These guys. These girls. These we got a bags. big, big a interview. Good, yeah, we got a good one today. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be interviewing the one and only band, Settle Your Scores. Wha-bam, bitch. Woo! So gas for this Just one. get ready. Just get ready. I'm excited. I, I'm very happy to do this. We've been waiting a little bit for this. We are very excited. These guys yep. are straight out of Cincinnati, Ohio. They started in late 2014, early 2015. They got an EP, The Wilderness. Their first album was Better Luck Tomorrow. And go, if you haven't already, pre-order Retrofit. Their new album coming out August 20th. Hell yeah. They got two singles right now, Meant for Three. Misery. Three singles, sorry. Meant for Misery, 1999. And what's the last one? Uh, the Way... Things used to be, I think is what it's called. Interesting. Yep, the way things used to be. Fucking... The way things used to be. So go peep those singles. The album's dropping August 20th. Go check it out. Go pre-order Let's go. It. Hell yeah, these dudes are sick. Fucking dope. I love this band. Me too, buddy. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. These guys, if you before we get into it, if you're looking for a band, this they got this this very like if you Pop. like Belmont, what? Right? I said if you like Belmont, yeah, then you'll like settle your scores. If you also like a day to remember, and oh yeah, like some good ass old school easy core, punk, easy core shit that got some screaming and great, great, great guitar riffs, solos. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, they're fucking sick. I think their first album is probably the heaviest of the three. That first album fucking rips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their first album's insane. That they're they're all their only album right now. But yeah. Oh yeah. That is absolutely insane. Uh, I can't wait to talk to them about it. I know that, and then, and then the wilderness kind of gets a little more pop punky, with a little bit of easy core mixed in. For that that album's, or EP is probably the most Belmont of, like, Belmont sounding, I guess. But I'm fired up for this. I'm gassed up too, buddy. 
You ready to bring him on? Do you want to just bring him on? Do you want to talk some more? Yeah, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring them on. Celebrity sport, baby. Let's go. Hey, what's up, man? What's Yo. happening? What's going How you guys on? Doing? Not bad, <laughs> man. How are you? I'm I'm great, guys. I just got out of the shower. Sorry, I'm a couple minutes late. No, I'll do it. Shit, good. you don't have to apologize. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are you in Ohio? Yes, sir. Cincinnati. Born and raised, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm from Columbus originally, um, and then I moved to Cincinnati a couple hours south. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, oh, hey yes. man, I appreciate you coming on the uh, Empty Space podcast with me and Nick here. Uh, I know, oh, yeah. like you guys are going crazy busy. You got the new album dropping. I'm sure you got a lot of shit going on. I just appreciate any time. Uh, and again, whatever time you got to go, if you got ten minutes, if you got thirty, whatever it is, just let us know. We do not have, we don't care. Just let us know. We appreciate you coming on. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you letting me come on. Um, I think the message that you guys are spreading with your podcast is like the best message you could ever spread. So I'm honored to be on. Thank you. That that means a lot, man. Thank you for (laughs) saying that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's what uh, we strive to do is just basically uh, everybody who listens. And then like, like you just said, like, yeah, our message is just, you know, mental health awareness because everybody, you know, is going through something, whether they know it or not, or, and whether they do know it and they're dealing with it. And hopefully we can help. And just like you guys um, in your band and just like every other person in the world, you know, you guys let people know through your lyrics, through your music and not just your lyrics in general, but like, your it could just be your singing it could be the guitar riff that sets somebody off into a, another direction of what they're thinking and just help them through the day so that's what helped me and batch get through the day so now we're able to share that with everybody and talk about bands and interview you guys and maybe talk about some random ass shit and go through this <laughs> i do like random ass shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're really relaxed day, we don't have day. any we don't have any um structure we're not like doing segments and stuff so we just go with the flow that's awesome. I'm ready for it. Hell yeah. Batchy, you want to start it off, bud? Uh, no, you can start. I always start it off. I'll start, start off. All right. So we got your new albums coming out August 20th, correct? Yes, sir. It is oh, called awesome. Retrofit. Yes. Fuck Retrofit. Yeah. So first off, I know uh, usually I start with like like your EPs and albums, but first off, this fucking album is going to slap hard with the fucking few <laughs> songs that you gave us and that oh, music man. video for 1999 and meant for misery absolutely blew me away and i have to talk about 1999 for a minute because holy shit like everyone else was saying i was reading some of the comments was like i didn't know how much i needed this because i was born in 92 and i just loved seeing all like the rugrats the uh nintendo 64 stuff and just like how much i missed that and i just you guys did a banging ass job with that song and how it was like you know layered and and, uh, edited and just the music video is crazy good it has such a newfound glory bowling for soup blink 182 even like messed vibe to it that is exactly what we were going for (laughs) um we wanted to kind of i mean for the record itself too we're kind of going for like a nostalgia vibe that's kind of like the theme um but that song of all of them is definitely the most nostalgic like in terms of the video in terms of the lyrics like we really just wanted to like call back to those glory days of pop punk you were talking about newfound glory and you know those ogs like we were just trying to give those guys a nod and then also kind of put like a fresh spin on it um with what we were doing in the video obviously there's like lots of 90s stuff floating around um 
but yeah, that was that was the main goal. So I'm glad you guys you got those vibes. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was super fun to watch. And then you got Men for Misery. Is that like is that the knock on like Jake Paul and the Logan brothers watching that video? So it's funny that that fight, the real fight, the the Paul brothers fight. I think it was uh, Mary Mary Mayweather versus uh, Logan Paul. Logan, yeah. <laughs> that just like happened to be around the time we released that video, so it was actually just kind of like a happy accident. No way. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if anything, I hope they see that video and think we're making fun of them. But no, it was just lucky timing. But so um, <laughs> we had the boxing video idea. I mean, there's been a bunch of really cool boxing videos. Like lots of bands have done it. But um, we really wanted to try that. And we kind of put our own spin on it with like the comedy aspect. Oh, yeah, for sure. You guys killed that. And it was funny. To, it was funny because me and Batch were talking and saying how much we thought like it was definitely a hoax on the logan the, the, the paul brothers and it was just yeah. ironic i guess that it came out the same time but hell yeah <laughs> oh yeah it was definitely i i realized that i was like texting everyone like guys like there's like a huge pay-per-view fight going on like right now this is perfect timing <laughs> <laughs> all right so i wanted to talk about a few things here and now that i talked about um retrofit a little bit because that was like my number one thing um first off what 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 year were you born i was born in 92 not so same oh, same okay. all right so we're the same age cool all right so the same thing that most people ask you don't have to go crazy down a rabbit hole like how did you start where did it become i know i heard something about craigslist somewhere um how did you guys become a game and where did the name come from yeah so we uh, this settle your scores is kind of like a second project from a really, really old band called Radio Rescue, um, Ricky and Caleb. So our guitarist slash songwriter slash vocals, um, he and our drummer, Caleb, they teamed up after Radio Rescue was done to kind of continue on a similar style, but they wanted to call it something different. So they posted some demos um, on Craigslist and it was the demos for Worst Intentions, Poster Boys for Bad Luck, and then behind the scene from our first album okay. um, and they just they got members so they got a bass player um, and then I saw their Craigslist post they were looking for a vocalist and I was like well I've been trying out for all these butt rock bands no one thinks my <laughs> voice is like I don't know gritty enough everyone I don't know I just wasn't having luck finding a band in Cincinnati um, and then they responded to my response and then they had an audition and then we got Pat our guitarist right now um and then we we lost the bass player that was already there and we got jeff our current bass player um and then after that we just kind of made a list like everybody made a list of like five band names that they thought were cool and then we just kind of narrowed it down to settle your scores it was just kind of like we didn't say like this is the one we just like narrowed it down to like a big list that's pretty cool that's yeah awesome and a lot of people, like, when we were first starting, they were like, you should change your name because it sounds too much like Set Your Goals. And we, like, just stuck with it. We were like, fuck, we're going to keep this name. <laughs> no, fuck like it. it. And you guys just got signed not too long ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we got signed to Mutant League Records for That's this awesome. album. Um, and we used to be on Sharp Town. We released our second album through them. Oh, yeah. Well, congratulations That's on awesome. the new signing, man. Yeah, congrats. That incredible. That's such a big name right there. Thanks, homie um so what dude just give me some hobbies what do you do for fun regardless of music and shit like what what do you like to do my man 
Um, I'm basically like the biggest fucking nerd on the planet, like virgin oh. status. Like, I don't know how I have a wife. Like, I play D and D a bunch. Um, super, super hardcore into D and D. Like, I buy cosplays and like I go all the way when it comes to like making character voices and like rolling dice and all that shit. So I do that. Um, and then kind of in tandem with the D and D hobby, my buddy and I run a dice business called Durandal Dice. We make handmade dice for tabletop games. Um, and then uh, other than that, I just play lots and lots of video games. Like I love nerdy shit, like anime, like anything nerdy, like I'm probably dabbling with it right now. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. What's uh, what's your favorite game out right now? Right now I have been fucking raging on this game called chivalry two it's basically like a huge like 64 player death match but it's like medieval oh. weapons so you use like spears and like swords and like axes and shit it's really really cool so i'm assuming you play on pc I, i'm actually a game? console i'm a console scrub dude i have an xbox <laughs> oh nice i, nice. I, I want to uh, build a pc though yeah my girl's got one she built one it looks so dope. Like, I really yeah. want to buy one and build one, but I just don't oh. want to, like, fork over all the cash just yet. I got stuff to, to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you play, like, I don't know, do you play, like, um, Assassin's Creed or, like... Oh, Red dude, De- for sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Have you, um, played, have you played Valhalla? I, I love that game, but I, like, got super distracted. I forget what game came out. Like, I started playing it, like, hardcore, and then I think it was, like, Call of Duty, like, the new Black Ops came out or something, and then I, like, got sidetracked. But I still love Valhalla. I need to beat it. I haven't beaten it yet. Yeah, me either. It's yeah, it's either. so long. <laughs> it's, like, every time I think I'm advancing the plot at all, it's, like, oh, nope, like, ten people died. Got to save everybody. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. My favorite More is Black Flag. <laughs> Black Flag is sick. I like that game too. You get to go on ships, and I was so excited for the first time. I'm not a big gamer, but like when I started, that was like back back when Black Flag came out. I was obsessed with that one. Dude, if you like pirate stuff, you'd probably like a game called Sea of Thieves. I don't know if you played that before. I have not. It's it's basically like pirate simulator. Like you sail ships around an ocean, and you can like <laughs> fight with other players or like fight with like on the same team as other players. I was running a crew with my in-laws, like my father-in-law and like my cousin-in-law. <laughs> we had like a fucking pirate crew. It's super fun. You should check it out. I'll definitely That's check awesome. it out. Because that was my Hell favorite yeah. part about Black Flag was I could go on there and I could just like fuck shit up and steal oh, dude. ships. <laughs> if you like that aspect of Black Flag, like you, that game is designed for you. It's literally pirates. Like you just Word. shoot cannons and like <laughs> smuggle booty and stuff. It's super dope. Hell yeah. I already wrote it down, dude. I'm already on it. <laughs> And I think they actually, they just introduced, like, they did a, it's like um, a cross-promotion. Like, they're adding Pirates of the Caribbean stuff to it. So, if you're a Pirates of the Caribbean fan, it's, like, double oh, the wow. yeah. yeah. That's fucking sick, dude. It's so Hell sick, yeah, man. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Well, that's good. At least we know that you're a nerd and you fucking represent it, and I fuck with that. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Complete you, virgin. Were you always a nerd, like, gaming-wise, like, as you say it? Or were you, like, did it, like, just start coming, like, to you as you got older? Uh, I mean, I've always really liked video games and, like, Star Wars and, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um, okay. But, like, growing up, like, people, like, make fun of you for that kind of stuff. So I kind of hid the fact that I was, like, a freaking <laughs> nerd. 
Yeah. But then become like being a nerd is cool now. So like now everyone's just like openly right. like, yes, I've loved Lord of the Rings since I was like seven. It's like, well, same, but y'all made fun of me. Yeah, they're the only fans for <laughs> who are into this stuff now. <laughs> wow, that's pretty impressive. No, legitimately. I don't um, even want to know how you know that. I know I know all the OnlyFans facts. <laughs> of course. Oh, I'm not sponsored at all. Go to OnlyFans.com. Uh, um, no, what I was Could you imagine <laughs> a mental health podcast and we're sponsored by OnlyFans? That yeah, would be pretty rad. Maybe. That would be. Sometimes you got to release, you know, whatever, just to make yourself feel a little better. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. You know, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Anyways, dude. All right. So who writes all the lyrics? Is it you? Is it a mix of everybody or what? Um, so Ricky, uh, like the original, like him and Caleb, Ricky writes all the songs. He writes the, all the instrumentals, all the lyrics. Um, and then like one time out of 10, our bassist Jeff will have a song. Like we had one Jeff song on the last album. We have one Jeff song on this album, but everything else is Ricky. Obviously we collaborate and like we come up with ideas together after Ricky writes everything. But for the most part, Ricky is the mastermind of all of our music. It's pretty cool. He's one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. Wow. Awesome. Wow, Ricky's Ricky's out there, man. Um, Wiki. Wiki. <laughs> Ricky Wiki. Definitely makes it easier on everyone else though to just show up and everything's done. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like we'll just sit there and when we're doing like a writing cycle, or I guess when Ricky's doing a writing cycle, uh, we'll just get emails. It's like, hey guys, got a full song done, and it's just like a fucking banger. And we're like, oh, okay. Sweet. The and then he'll just crank out like seven or eight more in like the next couple months. He's a songwriting machine. Wow. I I'm jealous. I song on my friends in a basement when I was fucking like 20, dude. <laughs> I still couldn't do that. We couldn't get... That's incredible. Good for him. Shit. Good for all of you guys. Damn. Total bola. So, with mental health being like such a big thing, big priority for our podcast and stuff, I want to ask you, and you're more than happy to not answer, or you can't answer. Like, what does mental health to you like what does music do for mental health for you and if if not music what what helps you cope with like whatever you're going through without the day maybe someone can use as advice or something that helps you for sure um definitely i would say like music is my biggest outlet whether it's writing my own songs or like going to band practice and just singing just music in general is definitely my biggest best outlet when it comes to those kinds of emotions like after i dabble with some music i feel way better it's just a great creative outlet um but outside of that i mean i see a talk therapist pretty regularly like i would say more people should dabble with talk therapy a lot of people are like scared to go see a therapist because they think it's going to make them look crazy or something but talk therapy is super super helpful and i know a lot of people um that i see online and like people that i know in my personal life like that i've recommended like dude go to talk therapy it's going to help you and they don't do it and then they keep they keep going through the cycles of their mental health and i feel like people should should dabble with talk therapy more it's super helpful i don't know about you guys but um yeah I and then with, with all my nerdy stuff too that's a big outlet like kind of like a little escape from reality you know when you're playing video games or if you're playing board games with your friends like just getting away from the stress of life like dabbling with your hobbies whether it's 
gaming or like in my case like making dice i think that's definitely a good outlet too for me well for sure a show yeah there i think therapy is a huge uh, for me personally it was a huge help for me when um when i was going through some stuff and i was in a dark place i definitely think therapy was a big big help and i think it can be and i i hate that 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 it has that stigma with it that like if you go to therapy that you're like quote unquote crazy yep when like you can go to therapy for anything like you could just need to talk to someone about nothing just to talk about you know why the sun's yellow yep i think that being able to I, I don't know. I think just having someone unbiased to talk to is mm-hmm. a really, really good help. Whether it's not even just like a therapist, just like a person. It doesn't even have to be a licensed therapist. Just somebody that can like look at your life from the outside and just give you advice or just like talk you through what you're feeling. I think that's super helpful. Yeah. No, yeah, it definitely is. I, I just started therapy last February or January or something like that. And the first time I've done that since I was like 14 or maybe even younger than that. And it's something that I, I myself even grew up and was like, yeah, I'm a pussy. Cause I did it when I was younger. And I just like, it's crazy. Cause like, no matter who you talk to, like we're talking to you and you're saying the same thing that like 99% of like the people we talk to, it's that, that stigma of like, Oh, you're weak or like, you're like, you're not, you're crazy. It's, it's like, we don't even know you and you're saying the same thing. Everybody who like has some sort of like mental health things going on, they all say the same thing. And it's like, like ending that stigma, hearing it for somebody like you, who's like, you know, a musician. And, you know, some people may think because of that, you have your head on straight. It's like, that's not the case. It doesn't mean you're crazy, but it means like sometimes you just need help. And it's, I think it's so important for us to hear it from people like you or the guys from calling all captains like Nick and, and then me and batch here talking about it and, and chief States, those guys like that we've talked to, it's like so important for like the people with a bigger platform to get it out there and just say, Hey man, like I do therapy, like you just said. And I think people hearing that can like relate to that or maybe even be pushed to do something along with the music or finding the therapy to create dice or me and batch playing hockey and, it's just, it's beautiful to be able to talk to somebody about it and be on the same page, no matter what, no matter what skin color or anything like that. I totally agree. I think, I think nowadays though, it is the stigma. I wouldn't say the stigma is ending, but it is becoming very, 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 you know, out in society that seeking those things doesn't make you weak. I think it's definitely, we're kind of on the upswing when it comes to mental health. There's still a lot of ground to be covered, but I would say that in today's world it's definitely on the up and up in terms of like becoming more well-known becoming more accepted or at least i hope it is it seems that way Mm. yeah i think definitely definitely with males i can see it it's like becoming more of a thing like you know i hear it a lot more because i work in construction so i hear it a lot like guys saying they need a mental health day and like i know like i've told my my father that and uh you know, he's, he's supported me. Like, I've been like, yeah, I just need like, I just need a mental health day. And, uh, he was like, you know, back in my, back when I was like your age and I was in construction, there was no, like, if you said that to someone, you would get like ridicule beyond belief. 
Oh, for sure. I actually, I, I work in construction too. I'm a hiring manager at a construction company. And like, oh, okay. that is one thing that I've noticed is as like a hiring manager slash recruiter, these guys, they like a lot of guys in the construction industry still kind of think that way. Like they're scared to talk about their feelings and they like will straight up come to me about like whatever, like they won't talk to their boss. They won't talk to their whoever they'll like talk to me. And I'm like, dude, like, it's not that it's, it's not bad to feel emotions. Like yeah. go to, I tell them like, dude, therapy, that's what I do. Go to it. It helps for real. If you can't afford it, like save up, you can chat with like buddies, whatever, whatever you need to do, just have an outlet, like have someone to talk to. All right. I want to, I want to dig in with all that being said, I want to dig into, um, but better luck tomorrow a little bit. Um, just because yeah. this whole album was absolutely insane. And I honestly have to say Rise Rise Fall was like my favorite song ever oh. on this. <laughs> it's the dude, the intro of Are You Afraid to Die or Just to Live and the screaming and the fucking the guitar goes crazy. The breakdown's insane. This is by far my favorite song ever yet. There's a lot of songs I really like. But this song gets me going fucking hard, like I'm listening to Hatebreed almost. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely when, when we were talking about like releasing a second album and stuff. Like we were, uh, when we like first started, everyone was like, "Wow, this band's an easy core band." They're like, "Yeah, <laughs> hitting that easy core wave hard." And we were like, "Sweet," because like it, it, it's cool. Like it's a cool genre. Yeah. But when we went for like the second album, we were kind of trying to step away from just being an easy core band like we wanted to keep the pop punk we wanted to keep the heavy but we didn't want people to call us an easy core band just because you know we wanted to mm -hmm. branch out and like talk about other styles and with that album i would say ricky wrote some of the best heavy stuff that i've ever heard i mean i'm glad that i even get to sing on it you know what i mean rise fall is one of my favorite songs too that we've ever put out just because i love metalcore <laughs> like yeah, it's such oh, a fun yeah. song i love that fucking song but we Unfortunately, we don't really play it live that much um, just because when we're on the bill with like other pop punk bands, it kind of oh. is out of place. But <laughs> mm -hmm. I like I said, me personally, I love metalcore. Like I was like, dude, you just wrote a Mice and Men song. Like I'm in. Yeah. Like, count me in. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I can Definitely. only imagine like a bunch of young pop punkers going to a concert and that's the song you come out with. Are you afraid to die? Just to live? <laughs> what the fuck did I show up to? like <laughs> fuck that yeah dude that song's so dope that's like the shit i love too and like this the lyrics itself in the song were so uplifting and made me feel again not alone like branching in that mental health awareness it's just like there's no chance we'll ever give up and, until our heartbeat stops it's just it makes me feel good about myself but also the screaming makes me feel angsty and mad about what i'm doing yeah myself. and i'm oh yeah why am i so afraid and then it's just all these mixed emotions why the music can the music with the singing and it's it's just perfectly well done and like i said that intro really is what like took me by the fucking head and was like listen <laughs> i'm glad you like it dude hell yeah i think my favorite song off of that record is um keep your chin up and your expectations down that is this a that's a catchy one for sure yeah, um, mostly because every time I listen to it now, since we've talked to uh, Nick from Captains, and he told us about when you guys sing the lyric um, about the $20 bills up her nose, 
<laughs> and he puts the 20 in his nose. Like, all I can picture now when I hear it is, like, right. him standing there with a 20 up his nose. Pretty much. <laughs> um, another weird lyric thing about that song, I think I told Nick this when he was doing a little, like, Twitch stream. Me and Nick, like, that's my freaking guy. Like, I fucking, first of all, I love calling all captains. Like, those are the fucking homies. Hell but yeah. Nick in particular, we always just message each other, like, every other day just because, I don't know, we do. Um, <laughs> oh, he's an awesome dude. He really, that whole group of yeah, Canadians they, are insanely cool people. I love them all. I want to tour with them again. That would be sick. Yes, it would. Um, we're hopefully, we'll see what happens with touring in the next year or so. Like, we want to get back out there. Um, but the lyric thing, so when we went to record Keep Your Chin Up, Mm-hmm. Uh, we went and recorded with Johnny Frank from Attack Attack slash Bill Murray. Ooh. And oh, so the chorus is, I thought that after all this time, my life would turn out fine. I sang it wrong. The original lyric was, I thought that after all this time, my life would work out fine. But Johnny liked the take so much that we were just like, all right, we'll keep the wrong lyric. So we just like <laughs> we went with the wrong lyric. And Ricky was like, dude, you fucked up the line. And I was like, but it felt good to sing. <laughs> it Hell felt nice. Yeah, I'd say it worked out pretty good. That's I awesome. think that's the right lyric. I can't fuck. I'm already blanking on what the lyric is. It's been You're a while changing since changing the lyric again. I know. <laughs> no, you got dude. it. I thought after all this time, my life would turn out fine. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that's the thing though. Dude, I'm like supposed to be the guy that's good with lyrics i am fucking <laughs> horrible with lyrics like i'll have sang a song like hundreds of times live and i will still forget lyrics like i'm just not good with them i don't know why <laughs> how do you how do you prepare for like did you always sing or how do you prepare for singing like how did that come up uh i dude i started music stuff like as a bass player like that was like my first instrument and like when i played in bands i played a bass then i moved to guitar and then I just, I thought singing was really cool. And so I started, I actually started screaming because like, like we were talking about before, dude, like metalcore and like emo shit, like freaking old under oath. Like I wanted to scream, mm. dude. Like I wanted to like wail like fucking Spencer Chamberlain. And like, so I started screaming a bunch. Um, and then I, it was like the era when like 2010, 2011, when like Danny Warsnop and like, Jeremy McKinnon, like all those dudes that could sing and scream were popular. And I was like, dude, I got to learn how to do both or I'm going to be whack as hell. So I learned, or at least I tried to learn how to sing. But I, yeah, I started screaming, then jumped into singing, and then I just kind of started practicing both at the same time. That's no shit. And how long does that take for like your, because I, I feel like if I were to start screaming and shit, like my fucking throat would be on fire. How long does that take for like your body to adjust? Uh man um i feel like the first year i was screaming i was screaming incorrectly because i would blow my voice out like anytime i played a set but it took i mean to get like the actual tone and like actually like be like whoa i can actually scream it was probably like a few months i just practiced a lot like i practiced every fucking day for hours until i got it i'm sure your neighbors loved it (laughs) Uh, everyone hated it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up! <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, a really much. weird chicken next door. He doesn't stop cocking. <laughs> I was gonna say I would normally practice in my car, 
when I would go like to and from school, but like I would carpool with like my brother and like our friends. So like I would like wait in the car until they were done with whatever they were doing. And then I would like scream and then I would like take them home and then like scream some more. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I got, I kind of grew up in like a suburby neighborhood. And so mm-hmm. I got a lot of weird looks when I was practicing screaming like at red lights and shit. You should have practiced it at like drive-through Burger Kings and fucking <laughs> online on Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft, just fucking randomly. That would be. I feel like the mic would cap hardcore online. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, what? <laughs> it definitely would online, but the Burger oh, King yeah. thing might work out. I can't imagine like screaming over the little intercom, like "Welcome to Burger King, have it your way." And you're just like, whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking chicken fry. <laughs> Yo, I love that'd it. That'd be sick. That would be a riot. That would be a perfect has that TikTok. Made into a, has that been made into like a video yet? Like people going through the drive-thru just like wailing like their order? No, they're just doing the raps. They're just rapping through. Should I? Yes. Should I do it? <laughs> yes. You got to do it, bro. <laughs> that should be wow. like your next music video is like you guys screaming into the Burger King drive-thru. Because I've, I've seen videos of like deathcore vocal, like um, the dude that comes to mind every time I think of videos like that is that dude from Traders, uh, Tyler Shelton, I think is his name. Okay. He does like the covers where it's like a super poppy song and then he'll like scream it like fucking deathcore. It's super dope. I forget what, what song it was like. I don't know. Vanessa Carlton or some shit. It was really cool. Oh my God, but funny too. Awesome. What, what you should do is you should go through a drive-thru, do the screaming, do your order, and then when you get to the drive-thru, you just literally, they hand you your new, uh, the new album. That'd be tight. There's your promotion. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. You know what's sad is I actually tried to hand out our first album at drive-thrus, and they said no. Really? <laughs> like, no, it wasn't that they didn't want it. It was like, we're not allowed to take stuff besides cash through the window. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to get you in trouble. Like a le- legal obligation thing? Yeah, I guess they're not supposed to take like tips or like, like merchandise, I guess is what that's considered, even though it's like just a CD. I guess that's huh. stupid, but makes sense. I don't know. I would want to take albums if I was working in drive through. Oh, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, all the time. show me that mixtape. <laughs> Absolutely. That. I'd be like, yes, let me listen to this now. <laughs> yes, let me listen to this now, please. This is wonderful. <laughs> that you um, want to ask your normal questions that, that are killer, that are my yeah. favorite? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me the killer. So, Give me the favorites. Okay. Um, let's hear your top five musical inspirations. Uh, Under Oath is definitely number one. I love Under Oath more than any band ever. Um, if we're talking like current like what bands or bands or just music that like i'm listening to regularly i would say number two is joji i fucking love his music his old album and then his newest album from last year is amazing if you haven't listened to him check him out um who else uh let me go through my spotify real quick just so i can like give you guys the real so i don't say the wrong thing oh yeah uh, who do I got? Yeah, yeah, definitely under oath or like all at the top here. <laughs> There's Joji. Okay, so I'm not a liar yet. Beartooth. Beartooth is <laughs> oh, huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, Beartooth is awesome. Oh, 
honestly, anything that Caleb Shomo has been on, whether it's Attack, Attack, Bear Tooth, just like that whole collective of people, like they are so fucking talented. I love their music. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got here? Uh, <laughs> if we're talking influences, uh, Avenged Sevenfold was actually a huge band for me. Like I used to listen to them like all the time when I was in like yeah. sixth or seventh grade. That's what got me into playing guitar and bass. No shit, really? Uh, with the oh, yeah. oh yeah, dude, for sure. That's awesome. Who else we got? I'm just looking at like who's who have I saved the most of because that's like my go-to's. Yeah. Oh, dude, Bring You the Horizon, hands down. Oh, I don't yeah. even know why I had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Me the freaking Horizon. Everything they release, it just keeps getting better and better. Oh, so you're, you're a fan of the new stuff. So, okay. The, like, I like, I love, well, okay, I love everything they've done. Um, I feel like the album you're referring to is Ammo, which <laughs> is like, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. Right, but I feel like I like their rock influence stuff better. Like they could be a pop band. I think mm-hmm. they easily good, but they're just better with metal. They're better with rock. I I liked Ammo, but it wasn't my favorite. But yeah, I love everything that they make. Yeah, that's kind of I think when we talked to Nick and we talked about um, the newer Day to Remember record, he was you know we were all like oh it's a good. You know, it's good music, it's a good record, but it's not a day to remember record. Like like the, I definitely wasn't huge on that record, but no. I respect their right to make it. Oh yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> not you know, it's like we've talked to other bands and been like, you know, it's not like we might not like the new Fallout Boy, but it's not like gonna sit there and be like, Fallout Boy sucks. Like Right. There's you know? so many good a day to remember songs. Oh like, yeah. It's just Viva La Mexico is not one of them. No, <laughs> <laughs> there were there. I, there actually were there were a couple tracks on the newest one that I actually really liked. I think it was um, fuck. It played on that uh, Sirius XM Octane channel like all the time. It was like one of the first singles they put out. I think it was like Degenerates, maybe. That yeah, I think that was it. I think that was that it. shit slapped. I love that song. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I you know it's like um, I've seen a lot of people not being big fans of like the new trash boat either trash to them. i think people just get like i i like when bands grow and i like when they try new sounds like it doesn't make me like their band less i don't know right. why people just like no pun intended like jump shit on bands like trash boat when like they put out something different like trash boats new shit is butt rock as fuck and i love butt rock it's just not old <laughs> trash boat right definitely different it gave me a lot of like Radiohead vibes. Well, especially um, "Don't You Feel Amazing" was definitely like Radiohead. Oh yeah, me. they're definitely going for. I don't know what that vibe is called, but yes, yeah, like the Radiohead, like we're artsier than we were before vibe. But like I don't know, it's very radio friendly. Like their old stuff was just pop punk as fuck, and now they're just oh, yeah. so they're like radio rock as hell, and I love it. Yeah, they're going for the. Uh, all that matters, the green. The green, baby. Going for the cash. But they're still they'll still be one of my favorite they'll probably forever be one of my favorite bands. I love I love Trash Boat. Um I was gonna say, I forget. They put out they put out like two or three albums, right? Yeah. Was it this I think the second one was the one that like really sucked me in. 
was that like oh, I forget what it was called, but they were really really good. I mean, they've always been good, but that second album was dope. Was it a uh, was it Crown Shyness or was it um was it the one with the super long fucking? Let me check here because I got my I still have my Spotify pulled up. Was it? Fuck. Yeah, this is a long ass title, but it's that one, the one with the crossed fingers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that might be their first album actually. Or no, that's their. They had an EP in 2015, and then they dropped um, the cross thing. Nothing I write, you can change yes. what you can do. That's such an odd title for an album. I love it though. Well, anything else you want to talk about, Batchy? No, I think I'm. Uh, I think we're good. Hell yeah, boys! Oh, I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Um, it means a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, to it us. does absolutely. <laughs> it, us. it means like, a lot, man. Oh man. Dude, anytime you guys want me to come on, if I got the time, like I will be on. I love doing podcasts and you guys have been really fun to talk to. I love your message too. Like the message behind this podcast is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, that dude. That's so much. <laughs> I'm genuinely cheesing. That's and so I, great, like dude. Dork and I love it. <laughs> Thank Hell you, yeah. bro. That's, that's literally all we want. And um, I really appreciate you spending any time with us and we'll definitely hit you up. Um, definitely go pre-order this fucking album if you have yes. it, people. Okay. August 20th, check Go it out. Go do it. <laughs> for anyone that, so one thing that I noticed with the pre-orders, like yep. if you're from the U.S., it's just mutantleaguerecords.com. Go find Retrofit. You'll find all sorts of merch, all sorts of whatever. Um, if you're international, if you're from like the U.K. or like Australia, go to the Mutant League International portal. So that way you can order it there. It's not just U.S. only for the album. But I feel like it was kind of like, miscommunicated or something i don't know people were like messaging me like dude where's the album it's not in the uk and I'm like, it's right here it was uh it's like a different distributor but it is definitely available awesome awesome yeah. all right all right man well, thank thanks a lot much. man we really appreciate it yeah anytime boys you have a good night thank you, you too man well. thank you so that was That's fucking dumb. awesome that was great um yeah Really, 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 really thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Christian for coming on. Appreciate that. Go, go, go. Pre-order Retrofit August 20th. August 20th. That's bitch. right. We got that right. Yup. Check that out. Pre-order it. Yeah. Go give those guys yeah. a follow, a like, listen to their music. Yeah, they're sick. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Really, really appreciate the kind words he said about us too. Um, oh, yeah, dude about how he loves the message behind the pod and everything else and you know vulnerable he was he just started hey yeah i do therapy like that maybe it's not vulnerable yeah to him, but like shit dude no that takes a lot to open up about yeah, that and um you know it was, it was a great conversation and uh i can't wait to have another one hopefully yeah. when uh when the album comes out we can sit down and break it down with them fuck yeah that would be sweet hell yeah all right so, everybody all right, be uh be on the lookout for what are we doing next? Blink? We got Blink yes. next week. Blink, 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 blink. We got Cheshire Cat next week, so get ready for that. Oh. All right. Have a good week. Someone people. take me back. Good boy. To